What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to All the Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and Our Heart Radio in partnership with Showtime. Two world champions, they happen to be twin brothers. Well, the ingredients are there. Two guys who love to sit down to their punches and throw that firepower. I'm not scared of nobody, and I'm definitely not scared of someone who talks. There's no one in the division that can beat me. There's no one in the division that's strong as me. It would definitely deliver a statement. The power is for real. We would get a chance to let everyone in the world see the great things that me and my twin brother has done for the sport of boxing. Being on the same car gives us energy. We, we want to be sharp. We want to be at our best. We're going to both meet in the middle of the ring and we're going to let our hands go. Let the best men win. They are boxing. And they pound for pound. Welcome back, man. Season two of All the Smoke. We got a real special guest. What's up with your Brody with the virtual handshake? I'm going to tell y'all something that I never told nobody. I want All the Smoke. Welcome back. Season two, All the Smoke. Man, we'd like to welcome two... I think this is dope because, I mean, I have identical twins myself, so to see identical twins excelling on the biggest stage in professional boxing, welcome the Charlo twins. How y'all doing? My boys. What's, What's up, guys? Yes, sir. We appreciate y'all, man. Mel and Ma. Man, I appreciate y'all for having us on there, man. Nah, thank you. We excited. We know you got a big fight coming up on the 26th on Showtime. Our family, so it's only right we sit down with y'all. This is, like Jack said, this is a long overdue interview. I ran into one of y'all this uh, this summer in Vegas, so it's good to finally kind of sit down and chop it up with y'all. So let's get hey, to it, Jack. Hey, nah, nah, hold up, hold up. How you say Mac was acting hot in uh, Vegas, bro? Man, he was acting real, real Hollywood, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 he was probably stoned. 
That's all it was. Cause hey, what was, tell them what I, I was, Jack. I was sitting by the chair by the yeah. elevators, waiting for my motherfucking kids to come down who were taking forever. And I was that's how you hit it on the head. I was just high in my own little world. But then I seen y'all walk by. I'm like, damn, that's one of the Charlo brothers, ain't it? But I wasn't sure because y'all y'all look kind of short, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> but it ended up being, you know. So it was cool, like I said. But yeah, man, you know, I mean, if you know me, I'm definitely not Hollywood. I was just super high. I I just be in my own world sometimes. Always so. high, always no, high. No, I said that's Matthew Bournes. Hey, well, let's get to it. Uh, You know, obviously, you guys got a relationship with Jack. How did that start? And and Jack, have you ever got a chance to catch any of their fights live? Of course. I've been to a couple of their fights. I actually don't remember how we met. I just know, um, I think it just came from us being from Texas and supporting each other and talking on IG. I remember how we met. It was um, one time y'all had a game. uh, You was playing for San Antonio, and I was in the back. And I think me 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 and my twin brother, we was like, Hey, uh, Stack, that's from, he from Houston. He just, like, showed us some love or whatever, and then it just always kicked it off from there. Man, I don't even remember that. That's how yeah, it's going. I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> I, 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 th- I thought we just, because when y'all, especially when y'all start coming up, you know, knowing y'all from Texas, I, I just start supporting y'all. Y'all know I show a lot of people love on my page, but then, you know, I just start supporting y'all, and I saw the connection with CB, Chris Brown, and that's my, my little brother, too. So it, it all became family, even though we haven't been around each other that much, yeah. but to support. And then, you know, the last couple of fights y'all had, y'all know I'm right there ringside mm-hmm. supporting y'all, man. So, you know, it's, it, just, it just became family from a distance. That's I definitely dope. spotted you out in the crowd a couple of times at the fights, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Even hung out us ringside, ringside with us yeah. sometimes, Joe. Yeah. You was nothing like Matt. <laughs> so now I'm the asshole. That's crazy. <clears throat> no, we definitely gonna kick it. Then. Once you get through, once y'all get through these fights, we gonna get down. We gonna see. We gonna kick it, kick it. Hey, hey, it'd be fun to let your kids see some older twins. I swear, when me and my brother used to see older twins, it always was like. Like, wow, they get, they, the twins get big, you know, like, yeah. we always, we have, you know, <laughs> some older they twins. Don't no, that's dope, yeah. because like I, was, like I was telling y'all before, I mean, you got, you guys boxed and fight as children, my, my boys go at it, uh, and, and that's what I ask, because if one hurts the other one, I don't give a fuck how mad they are, they're going to stop to see if their brother's okay, and, and that's no matter what, if that, if I'm disciplining one of them, the other one's mean mugging me like he wants to do something to me, if I tell the other one something that the one twin, like, it's always... The Same connection thing. is incredible, and I feel like you guys being identical twins, I'm sure you got this similar experience. Yep. yep. All right, so who, raise your hand, who's older? Because I'm sure I'm going to forget. I mean, I have I'm a hard time telling my twins I'm apart. But I'm raise your hand, one. though, so we can see, okay, <laughs> that's the older one right there. And you said by, yeah. by one minute? One long minute. One long minute. Now, you guys have similar kind of paths uh, in your career as far as kind of being mis- misunderstood. You know, Jack and I were perceived as bad guys just because we always had our teammates back and we weren't really with the bullshit. And it kind of seems like you guys have a similar repetition when it comes, when you let the media tell the story. Uh, how, how, what do you guys think about that? I mean, it, it took a lot for us to like really just, you know, finally get the media to understand that we ain't just some bad kids. You know what I'm saying? And they thought we was just some bad young twins coming up in a gang and gang and violence and all of this stuff. But we really like down to earth warriors. But but we stand we stand for what we stand for. And so that that created so much, you know, hatred towards the towards us. And then everybody we fought, we knocked out. Then after we knock them out, we didn't want to shake their hand. And it's like, that ain't what it's about. So we didn't look at it like a sport. Like, you know, we had to we had to we have to learn sportsmanship in the, in, in this game. No, that's what's but, up. But, but but how could you how how could you tell somebody to control his emotion after you just been 
pump pounding on somebody for 12 rounds. Like me, I know personally, after I, if, if I played a game of basketball and somebody said the wrong thing to me, even if I won, I ain't shaking your hand no more for the rest of my career. <laughs> Damn, the, the game. Yeah, I'm not speaking, none of that. It's Plex. It's Plex forever. As long as I see you, it's Plex. Because you let said alone, something that right. Let alone they yeah. be talking all kind of mess yeah. before the fight, the build exactly. up to the fight. So we, yeah. we already don't want to be cool with you. The next thing you know, we knock you out. It's like, yeah, I told you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I seen one press conference where y'all was talking, I think it was your last fight, and you was talking about, like, I just don't like the dude. And I think that's, I mean, just to keep it real, I mean, that's the kind of shit we'd be on. I mean, just that realness and sometimes it's misconstrued as being a bad person, but it really is just being real. It's being who you are and people like to sugarcoat shit too much. Exactly. Growing up in Houston, what got you guys into boxing? Was that your first sport? Did you guys play other sports? What got you guys into uh, putting them gloves on? To be honest with you, man, I boxed. Um, my dad, my dad had us like, you know, some, some, some fighters, you know, we, we would fight the whole neighborhood, like, uh, and Lafayette, then when we moved to Houston, it was like, it was a new outlet for us instead of us being like on the street fighting each other, uh, fighting other kids mm -hmm. and fighting each other or whatnot. We would just be, you know, in the boxing ring and we took off from there. At a young age, who who had the upper hand? <laughs> I was always Big Charlotte, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to go when I was <laughs> young. You know what I'm saying? That's I was I the one. I was the one back then. We had our wars. You guys, obviously, with the Texas ties with Errol Spence, he was someone uh, we had on the show. Uh, man, after his accident, God bless, he was uh, okay after that. How did you guys connect with him uh, the first time? We've been with Errol Spence for a long time. My brother fought on the same USA team with him. Um, I mean, you know, they fought in, like, tournaments and stuff, and we fought in tournaments together. We didn't fight each other before. So it always was a Texas thing. You know, he around the same age as us. So we always kept it, like, you know, like, like, what's up, homie? What's up? Like that. Then all of a sudden, we connected. You know, when I switched trainers from Ronnie Shields to Derrick James, Derrick James trained him. I left and went to Dallas. And ever since then, it's been like some brothers. Like, you know, I've been with, I've been with, uh, Derrick James for five years now. I think he also mentioned how he respected the way that you came and asked him before you moved on to that trainer. I, I think that obviously shows what kind of character you have as a man in, in, in the rules to the game. Yeah, because Derrick only trained one fighter, you know, and that was Earl. So it was like, hey, you know, you got your own custom trainer to you. I ain't trying to steal your style. I ain't trying to knock your trainer, but I, hey, he go hard. Like, hey, I'll train with him. What's up? It was, you know, then Earl like, yeah, go ask him, man. It's up to you. You know, we made a click from there. We've been bobbing ever since. May 2016, right after you guys' 26th birthday, you guys made history. Can you guys talk to us a little bit about that in, in both of your guys' perspectives? We made history, you know. Um, the first twins to ever hold the, the belt simultaneously in the same weight division. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, it was crazy because we both wanted to be like, uh, I'm the reason we made history. I'm the reason, you know, we both competitive. So I already had the belt at middleweight. But then my brother had to capture his his belt for us to both make world history, you know. So it was like it was all up to you. It's all up to you, bro. Go ahead, go out there, and do your thing. You know, he was out in the fight. He was, I know, but at first he was out in the fight, and it was a little struggle, right? You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, man, he gotta he gotta do something, he gotta man. Do he, gotta, he gotta do it right now. <laughs> the next thing you know, boom, we got the knockout. So it was like, yeah, we made history. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right, it was uh, May 21st. Yeah. May 21st. And what, what was your perspective on it, seeing that you had to, you know, you had to hold your end of the deal up to make history? I couldn't drop the ball, you know, and I know yeah, my brother's man. sitting in the back, you know, just, man, let's get this, let's get this, let's get this. And, you know, nobody in the boxing world 
can say that they have a twin brother fighting on the side of them, same age, same weight. We just been doing the thing, you know? So that was a big mark for us. That was one of our, like, milestones for sure. That's dope. When you guys, obviously, you're at, you're at each other's fight, what kind of an anxious or nervous energy or, or scared? Explain your emotions when you're watching your brother in that ring. Before y'all answer, you got to peep him, though. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch him a couple of times. Big bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think. When Lil Bro fighting, Big Bro in there, he more on the side like, man, do this. Because if I was in there, uh, Lil Bro, when he watching Big Bro fight, he want to get in there and help. When, when he look like Big Bro having a little trouble, <laughs> he want to get in there and help. I'm saying, that's what it, that, that's what it look like to me. Man, I, I honestly, you know, like, I'm always trying to get, get my brother some pointers and show him, like, you know, hey, bro, do this. You know, do that, but like he's so he's so zoned in. I'm like, damn, I really don't want to like, you know, break his confidence. But you know, honestly, we look for each other's like advice for the fight. Like I, I fight according to like how my brother know how I feel. You know, if he mm -hmm. know I'm feeling a certain way, he's he's just got like this way of just telling me, you know, do this and do that. But you know, something that his trainer can't even do, like my trainer can't even do. We we both got our like our own bond, so, so yeah, sure. I definitely be in there like hyped up. I, I want to fight for him, you know. Like, I be feeling like, man, I'm the little bro. Just put me out there. I, I don't, I, I'll do the fighting for you, man. Just get the money. I'll fight. I be feeling like that. Like, it's like your kid, it's like your children, Matt. They, they want to, they want to, they feel, feel, it. feel, it's like a, it definitely got that twin feeling, dog. It's like, it's definitely some twin shit that's been going on. It's a different energy. I mean, there's situations, you know, if when they were little playing soccer, one kid pushed one of the twins down, the other twin came across the field and clotheslined this little motherfucker, but they're only like four years old. Or one time where normally twins will always get sick, but one goes to get sick before. So one would go to school and the other one at home all day is worrying about, are you, are you sure my brother's okay at school? Should we call? Should we see if he's okay? Should we go pick him up? Because he's probably going to be sick too. So I just know I get that. Like you said, your trainer can't even read that. And it's shit that I just, from the outside, I peep. I can't read that energy and vibe like they can. So it's definitely that twin connection y'all got. I can relate because, I, used to, you know, my brother didn't make it, you know, on the bus. I'd be like, dang, he just don't know where to go. I heard you guys obviously it's similar weight classes, but I heard you guys would never fight against each other. So do you guys spar? And if you do spar, what are them sparring sessions like? Well, we used to spar. We don't spar no more. You know, um, it was rough. It was that same feeling. Like if you hit me hard, do I bag off? Do I, what do I do when you hit me hard? Like, nah, bro, we can't be hitting each other no more. Cause I'm starting, I'm starting to not like this. You know, you hit me hard. I'm going to, I want to let loose. And then mama always told us we don't need to be fighting. So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's over yeah. with. It's a different fight now. Them punches too violent. Nah, nah, mm, nah. Now right, them punches yeah. too violent now. I think about it. I think about it like 14, 13, 14. We start getting in trouble at home if we fought each other like over some, you know, some simple. We would we get in trouble at home for. We got in a couple mm -hmm. fights in sparring, so it was like, nah, it's over. The yeah, court is out of there. Y'all going too hard on each other. What's up? I'm John Wall and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Who was, uh, I'll start with you, uh, Mel, who was the toughest fight up to this point in your career and why? I feel like my toughest fight was the, the you know, the Tony Harrison fight because they had a, they came in with different game plans. They, they moved, the first fight, you know, the first fight because in 2018, I wasn't developed like mentally like I am developed now. You know, it's crazy that I only say that it's 2020, but, you know, two years make a big difference, you know. Um, I just felt like, you know, the movement, you know, the height, the, just so, so many different things that I have to adapt to in the midst of 36 minutes, you know, and that it wasn't something that we got prepared for. And then, you know, like, I, I don't know, man, I feel, still feel like I won that fight no matter what, but, you know, I pushed myself way more than he did in the fight. That's why I feel like I won. I feel like I was more aggressor and stuff. But, um, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, the fight I lost, you know, the fight that they made more controversial than any fight mm, it was, was, it was my toughest one. What about you, Ma? My toughest fight was probably, uh, the the I had this I fought against uh, Korobov on the date my brother um, actually got robbed for his title. That was kind of one of my toughest fights only because you know I was getting ready for a different softball and then five days before the fight he tested uh, positive for steroids so they switched mm-hmm. in this other guy that had been already training and getting ready for me, you know on the on the fly so I was just had to go there and make the best adjustments but at the same time I had a lot going through my head because you know I was like damn. 
You know, they robbed my brother. What if they just trying to pull some, you know, scandalous shit tonight? But mm. it is what it is. It's one of my, you know, one of my toughest fights, but not one of the toughest fighters I done fought. One of the toughest fighters would probably been uh, Julian Williams undefeated. Uh, he was another guy. I knocked him out, but he was just another tough dude that, you know, came in with a lot of heart, you know, but it, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that that couldn't have been a tough fight because uh, the, night, the night they robbed your brother, you beat the shit out of that dude. Well... To the world, they still thought like, oh man, that was a close fight because, you know, the, the guy landed some punches early on in the fight. But I had to shake my head, you know, and get my head clear. You know, just seeing my brother lose for the first time ever in my life, that shit was kind of like, you know, mm. it had messed with me mentally. But I, I shook it off and then, you know, then I went to destroy him. But the toughest fighter, like I said, it had to be Julian Williams. He, he talked a lot of crap, tried to intimidate me, but it only woke up the fire. You know, everybody mm -hmm. who talked mess to me and my twin brother, we usually knock him out. And that mm -hmm. was just something I was going for. I mean, you guys are known for knockouts. What has been each of you, what has been your most gratifying knockout? Mine was when I, when I knocked out Lubin in the first round. Yeah, his whole Like he tore his whole Achilles, his whole knee yeah. fell upon him. Like, just, and I was day. A year that year, dog. That's messed up. And one of my favorite knockouts probably was the Julian William knock knockout. You know, yeah. um, just flushing him, putting him down. But you know, like we don't never go for the knockout; they just come. So mm -hmm. we surprised ourselves. Yeah. Was that an uppercut? Was that an uppercut? Yeah, it was. It was an uppercut. Then I just flourished him with a whole bunch of uh, yeah. punches at the end just to sit him down. Yeah. Talk to us, obviously, because you guys are a little over a week out from your fight. What is your guys' training regimen, your preparation? Uh, do you guys talk every day still? Do you guys compare camps? Like, is it completely separate? Talk, our, talk to our fans and your fans about what a, what a normal training camp is like leading up to a fight. Oh, uh, man, the fire lit right now. The fire lit. Me and my twin brother, we talk to each other. We, we even ask each other what you eating, what you weighing, what you, you know, we, we want to feel what each other feel right. at the moment. Spawn, everything is good right now. Like, honestly, um, the, the closer it gets to the fight, the better it is for us. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, we always uh, asking each other good questions and keeping each other intact. You have to cut a little bit more weight. Can, can you tell us what that's like? Because I don't think people understand how tough that shit is. I mean, being a professional athlete, I didn't really have to cut much weight. Jack walked around the same as he did back then. What is it like having to cut, you know, 10, 15 pounds? How tough is that to actually do? Cutting weight is like the, the, the fight. That's the fight for us. Once we cut weight, we on. Once we cut weight, we good to go. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, the fight is already won and we train hard no matter what. So, um, you know, just having to eat smaller portions and, and then, you, you know, you get a little thirsty. You can't drink that. You can't drink that same sweet juice that you used to, used to drink or the sweet tea. You got to have a little glass of water and the water got to be half of that glass. So you don't, you pour a full glass, you're going to down it. You know what I'm saying? So, but giving your body just the right energy and the right uh, the nutrients that it needs at that time, that's how we, you know, that's how we cut. But it couldn't wait ain't too too hard, but it's it's always a challenge. It ain't never easy. Who got the most cars? Yeah. I do. I love cars. I think, yeah. I think yeah, my brother got the he got more cars than me. Cars and fashion are something you guys are both into. Obviously, money helps that, but what 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 drove the passion of, of fashion and then cars and I seen one of y'all got a big ass house. I'm figuring another one got a big ass house too. So what yeah. drove all that, you know, hunger? Man, honestly, man, growing up. Uh, where me and my brother grew up at, we, we really didn't have much, you know, um, especially like when it comes to like cars and we used to watch the, the, the older athletes, the, um, the vets in the sport, they always, you know, bragged on their cars and it was just a thing about, you know, being a boxer, like, you know, uh, 
we like we like flashy stuff, you know, uh, big house, big cars, big mm-hmm. family. They call mm-hmm. me Big Charlo, so you know that's, that's where they go from, you know. He said that's why they that's why they call you Stack, right, Jay? It's just yeah. they, they go with the name. I'm trying to tell you, keep it on me. I keep it on me. Yes, sir. Everything bigger in Texas. Yes, sir. Teeth included, but go ahead. Hey, yeah. how, uh, got who, hey who, who's a better dresser to y'all too? I know y'all both keep keep it fresh. Who's a better dresser? Man, I, like I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I, I, ain't, gonna, swag I ain't gonna be I don't really want to. I don't really want to. You know, say my brother like not a better dresser than me because like you know y'all trying to be messy right now. Y'all trying to be messy right now. <laughs> no, I, I just I just, just want to know for, for for some twin shit. I just want to know some twin nah, shit. Nah, I know yeah, we both, I, we both feel like we can dress though. We, we both nah, we but, both got some style. So whenever you put uh, on something, uh, I'm like, all right. You know, you I just think that my brother, he go, nah, he nah. go to the extreme with it, extreme, extreme. <laughs> you know, I, I think like when he, when we put on like ties and suits and stuff, he can't touch me. He, he I, you know, I just, I, I'll do him when, that way. But he'll come out of nowhere with some like Kanye Urban mixed with some, you know, he, nah, he'll just, mix it up. I, I, I'm just you not take afraid to wear sure. what I want to wear. You know what I'm saying? I, I wear whatever I want to wear. Like, you know, I'm not really worried about like, you know, um, you take chances. I look, I just like to <laughs> wear things chances. that I, I like to wear. <laughs> You know what I mean? My brother, you know, like he said, he's gonna, he's gonna uh, try to mix it up and give you like, you know, I, I know he don't be comfortable in the things he's wearing, and that's no, the thing no, always. Damn. Like, like I like to wear what I like to wear. You know, simple as that. Nah, like, man, I can really I'm, dress. I'm, I'm, I really taught him. I really taught him how to dress. Like, if oh, he yeah, was, like, oh, wait, like 11, I don't know why you been 11, saying that lately. Like, you told me how to dress. Grade, like eleven, twelve grade. Like you was in like um. In a in alternative school, so you really wasn't dressing like yet. And then you know, like I brought him to school, like, hey yo, y'all meet my twin brother, you know, he back to regular school. Now. That happened one that happened one semester. <laughs> one, one semester. <laughs> I love it. Hey, this this shit sound like my house though. I love it. They be on if everything is a competition, I'm better than you at every it's, oh. this shit is funny. Oh, I love man. it. How has it been being able to uh balance Family life, being fathers, but during a pandemic, but still training. That's just a lot of different shit on top of a lot of different shit. It was easy. You know, we both got big cribs. And so we both got gyms at our house. And, you know, all you got to do is stay away from people. So that's easy for us to do. You know, I ain't nothing to get outside and just get your work in, be a boxer. Then my coach, he, you know, that was the hard thing for me. Having my coach come in and out of town so um, and not be around nobody. It was like nobody wanted to catch planes and stuff, so I bought a bus. You know, I bought a bus to travel back and forth from 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 Houston to Dallas. I already had a Sprinter, but I ended up buying a real Prevost bus so I could have a bed in there to lay down. And um, that's what make it easier. Wake up, you at, you in Dallas, go to sleep, you back in Houston. It was just easier. That's dope. What about you? Man, it's been easy for me. You know, um, I got like one of the biggest bubbles in America, so I just you know stay around here at the crib. Uh, play me some full court basketball, whatever. Oh, you know. here we go with that. Yeah, he, uh, he yeah, had to start, throw that start, in there, Jack. All right, because this, this, this Showtime basketball, right? You know, we, we, all of the smoke. Like, I, I do everything. We can. I got you know a volleyball team if you want to play volleyball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it is what you, it is. Yeah, man. Uh, your, your brother, your brother, swear he got game, bro. Bro, I got a full court as well. I got a full court as well. I'm dunking. I'm doing all the stuff you're doing. You know what I, mean? I got a full court at home too. I told Matt, um, hey man, go back to that Instagram picture I posted. I was right there by you. Like you're not that much bigger than me, dude. Like I promised. Like that. That. that that's the difference. 
I'm telling you, like, it's it's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm strong now, you know. He, mean, said he, doing, he, he said he doing everything we doing on the court, Matt. He said everything. that. I'm telling oh, you. shit. The only thing I'm, I'm doing on the court right now is smoking. I know you ain't doing that, so <laughs> nah. you ain't doing nothing that I'm doing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be your first time. How do you guys feel about not having fans? I mean, obviously, me and Jack being former players, we knew how much energy they brought to the arena every time get the goosebumps, we do it for our fans. The NBA has been, a, been able to adapt with, you know, all, you know, alternative sounds and, and, and crowds from the computer. You guys ain't going to have none of that. How you think it's going to be just in there going to war with, with, with no fans? I mean, fans going to be crazy. You know, not having the fans, it's just uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be like high level, though. You know, it, I believe the fans could be a more distraction than anything. So not having fans is gonna make your IQ sharper. It's gonna make you your hit harder. You gonna hit your sound. You gonna you gonna you know you hit that body. You gonna want to hit it harder. Whatever you know, they doing a lot of they doing a lot of uh, COVID you know nineteen precautionary stuff. So you know I, I respect it. You know, so if you want to get in there and make you some money, you gotta go in there and fight with and adapt. It's part of adversity to me. Me, it's just like you know. Um, to remain comfortable, you know, it's already an uncomfortable situation. Just going there, remain comfortable. Um, Y'all seen LeBron. LeBron had a hard time coming back when he first came back um, to the bubble. He he wasn't performing the same way. He was used to, like, you know, the crowd getting on their feet every time he dunked or whatnot. We don't know right now because we haven't fought without no fans, but we know his fans always watching us um, at all times, you know, so... Any given any given moment, the fight could change. So we we gotta stay stay focused, stay zeroed in, stay locked in. We're gonna get these dubs. We still gonna be supporting from afar, bro. Trust me, we gonna yeah. be locked mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Live mm -hmm. on Showtime mm -hmm. pay per view. You already know. There it is. Self promo. Jack, you want to say anything, Jack? You want to jump in this conversation? Uh, I have been. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Y'all should spar each other, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. I boxed a couple times a week. I think it'd be dope. I'm always down to spar. See, see and, Matt, and Matt, no, I, I'm down to do that too. But this is my thing, bro. I only have one speed, and I don't want to mm -hmm. put that. I don't want. I don't want to want to expend that on my brother. Just like y'all yeah. are. I only. Got, I'm 42 years old. I'm a grown Which man. I, only, I have one speed. I can't play fight. I don't know how to play can, fight. Y'all can <laughs> hug later, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, you gotta I don't keep your composure. Come on, stack. Got, keep your composure, I man. I ain't got that, bro. I ain't got I'm just being real. I ain't got <laughs> it. Says, it's a zero or 100. We going to war straight up. Ain't no yeah, pity pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have no hate in my heart for my brother, so I can't give him that energy. Oh, oh, that's, man. How, that's how I feel, Ma. I want to yeah, spar right. my brother so bad, but I just, you know, I just let you don't him want to spar me. I promise you I don't want to spar I really want to spar you <laughs> no, so you bad again just I one time to show that, you how good I am, bro. Just how much I know you good. I, I know you good, bro. We you have don't the same trainer, you, but when I lift my trainer, I feel like I got better, but I ain't going to no, even talk let's about leave that. It. Let's, let's, let's just alone. say no. what Stack said. Let's everybody just say what Stack said. You know, Stack, you doing a good job being a peacemaker these days, you know. Fight for injustice. I don't want to, you know, go through any of that with y'all. So, <laughs> hey, this oh, is a different type of sport. This is a different type of chemistry. You know, we don't share that. Bro, yeah. I, told, I told Matt y'all was comedy, dog. He did not believe me, dog. I told him, dog. No, it, 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 no I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm serious. He <laughs> said, I'm dead ass. What you mean? This ain't no joke. <laughs> I feel like you, Matt. Shit. I feel uh, like, Matt, like, I'm, I'm down to spar him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just keep the energy, you know, keep it, keep it, you know, away from You got a full court. I got a full court. Let's see who make the most threes or something. 
Nah, <laughs> you want to fight? That's a whole different, a whole different right, bro. See, world. There you go. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm trying to let him make it. I just told him I'm great. I've been good before. I'm great now. Let's stay on subject. Uh-oh. Uh. Hey, Ma, after a fight, you said you never put a dog in a pen with a lion. Yeah. Define lions only in your in your mind. Lions only, you know, you got to be a survivor when you step in there. You know, it, it's like a real lion to go through what me and my brother uh, been through. Um, but, like, you know, you got to you gotta know how to win. You got to know how to prevail. You got to know how to change during adversity, make the best adjustments in there. And um, sometimes they get away with trying to put these little dogs in the lion pen. But, you know... It, it slipped by sometimes, and, and they they run up out of there, though. So to to really survive where we from and to come through the things that we've been through, you got to be a real lion. Killer be killed. Mm -hmm. Killer be Lines killed. Only. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Everyone's starting their own promotions now, similar to what Floyd is doing. Have you guys got any advice from him or anyone else in, in the process of you guys starting your own stuff? My brother don't really like Floyd. Like, I don't know why my brother just keep, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Floyd Mayweather. Think he a great fighter. I get advice from I get advice from you know Al Hemi. You know he does a lot for us. He tell me a lot. You know what to do and how to do it. There's so many fighters in the game that want to sign with lines only. They just want to you know. But a lot of people want to be in your shoes, and that's just what it is. Sometimes they don't have the same fighting in them. Like, but you know they want to be a lion. A lot of people out there are lions. A lot of people got that lion lifestyle where they sit back a few times and all they got to do is just. Go out there and work a little bit in harvest. That's how we are. You know, we sit back, we just enjoy the weather, and then all of a sudden we get a phone call. Hey, it's time to go. All right, it's time to go live on pay-per-view. It's 
Oh, we fighting on pay-per-view. That's, that's a whole nother level. We turning up. So, you know, we know how to get our bodies ready for that. We know how to train. We know how to take it to the next level. And that's all it's about. But like I said, my brother don't like nobody in his weight division. Do you like anybody, anybody in your weight division? No, I'm no, trying to figure no, that out. No, no. All right, no, so Floyd, right. Floyd be jumping in and out of boxing. You know, he's know, a great leave fighter. Floyd you know? alone, bro. Leave Floyd alone. I know alone. I am. A, I left him alone. Mm -hmm. You told me, hey, uh, leave Floyd alone. Don't. Yeah. All right, I ain't. Because I don't want it to look like <laughs> it's some clout chasing. I don't want it to look nah. like it's some name know, driving. I know it ain't clout chasing. You know? That's why I'm like, I just, you I'm just a real fighter, dog. I'm just a real fighter, so. And you yeah, come back yeah. and you trying to fight MMA and you fighting in my weight, like and you the linear champion in my weight. What am I supposed to say if I'm the yeah, champion trying to get know, all of the belts? I know, but we talking about Floyd, man. He already, he already finished. He done. You know I know that. I respect. He I respect MMA what he and stuff now. And I respect what he's done stuff, to the man. game of boxing. <laughs> said, I respect what he's done for boxing. He said in YouTubers now. Hey, he be, yeah. I can see how you just be anti he be pushing the shit out your buttons. I can see it. Nice and calm, like nice and calm to make you even matter. Like, man, what the fuck you talking about? You be yeah, nice like, and calm yeah. though. Come on, man. We got bigger fights coming up, man. I know, I know, but I just want to let it be known if if he ever was to say, hey, you know, I, I want to fight a real boxer, I'm here for I'm here for it. That's like you a know, fantasy matchup. Well, well, let it be. Have y'all ever fought with yourselves on the video games? Nah, man, they need to come back out with Fight Night and Knockout Kings and all that. Let's start off some video man. game, Ma. Let's start that's a video game. Need to, I'm that's what we need to do, man, because I can't help. wait to see myself on the video game. <laughs> so you, guys have you guys have never got that chance yet? Nah, nah. never, man. Uh, never see, got that, that chance. Dope. Lions only boxing. That's the game Hell, right there. Lions up. only boxing. Straight yeah, up. We're going to find some money for that. Do you guys have anybody underneath uh, Lions Only brand right now that, that that is coming up that we need to be on the lookout for? Or are you guys still looking for people? Well, we're still working on our, our roster, honestly. Yeah. We're still building up our roster. My brother got a few fighters, but we, I mean, you know, like I got a few fighters, but um, like like I said, we're still building them right now. And, but I got an artist. My brother got an artist, I think. You know, we got our thing going. Who are some of the boxers you guys looked up to growing up? Man, I was a big Roy Jones fan. I, I was like, a Tyson I like, fan. Uh, yeah, I like Vernon Forrest, Chico Diego Corrales. You know, yeah. Holyfield. Yeah, Holyfield. My brother liked a lot of heavyweights. I liked a lot of people that was like Devin and my Lennox Lewis was a dope fighter. Mm -hmm. Like Big, too. Big, yeah, the Cliscos were, we liked the Cliscos because they was yeah, brothers. So anytime they, they fought, brothers. we was like, we was on, oh, on the TV. Yeah. 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 Hey, like, hey, Diego, we Diego was my boy, too. I like Diego. Diego was my boy, too. Man. We liked the Durrell brothers growing up. Uh, Lamont, Peterson, any brothers, we kind of we kind of always looked up to the brothers in the sport. But, like, mm -hmm. that's just one of the things we did. Different mm -hmm. vibe. Yeah. yeah. What about you, man? I was a big Magic Johnson fan, Grant Hill. Um, I, w I was a Laker fan growing up. You know, I'm from California, so the Showtime yeah, Lakers in the early now. 80s. Hell yeah, you already know. He interviewed him that it's, it's all good. I, I don't so mind. What? I just yeah. wanted to know. I just wanted to know. Shoot. Yeah, no, I, I grew up, you know, like I said, I grew up a Laker fan, Magic, Grant Hill, guys like the guys that could do a little bit of everything on the court, you know? So yeah. That, that was kind of always, you know, I was always Both, a, both, a, both of y'all was like some basketball players that was known for fighting, though, like Stack, Stack, that Indiana, that Indiana fight you had, that was crazy, you know what I mean? Hey, but you seen I step with that right? You seen how I step with that right? I, I was just about to say that somebody was somebody was teaching you at the time. <laughs> off, off spring training, he did. You learned that in Texas. You, Jermaine O'Neal, man, it's going down. Yeah. It's going Wait, down. Wait, hey, J.O. slipped on, on the court when he threw that right, didn't he? Or he would have knocked that whole dude's face no, no, off. Uh, correction, Matt. He slipped and still knocked him out. 
Yeah, but I'm saying if he didn't slip, he could have been a casualty. A real life yeah, casualty. We're leaving the real leaving crazy. the arena mat on the bus and we see dude on the stretcher. They carried him out on the stretcher. <laughs> that was crazy. I remember yeah, watching that like as hey. a kid, bro, growing up, like, dang, it's going down. It's, Cause you know, you only see that on on the uh in the park at the basketball yeah. court. Or you, know, you don't see uh, football football players fight. You don't really see basketball players getting it in there, like, not yeah. like that. And it was crazy too, because I was playing, I was in Sacramento at the time, so we was just about to leave our locker room and we all like the whole we made the second half start late because the whole team and coaches was in there watching that shit go down. While we were, like I said, while we was at halftime of our game, that shit was crazy. What are you guys listening to? I heard one of you said you guys uh, rap. What are y'all listening to right now? Man, I normally just keep a little smooth. Um, I like Free A, new album that dropped. I listen to uh, K Camp, he cool. Chris Brown, my dog, so I'm always rock with him. See, everything he dropped. Yeah, everything he dropped, I'm listening to that. So it's just like. I, I think he's our generation, Michael Jackson. Yeah, nah, I think our, our generation Michael Jackson probably would be Drake right now, you know? No, 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 no. It's and definitely CB. Drake can't dance. But look, what's wrong yeah. with him? Drake can't dance. But I know, it, but as <laughs> far as when he dropped music, we're not talking about Drake hits. dancing. And hey, I'm saying? Hey, music-wise, music-wise, Chris Brown is the guy, legend, I legend. Know. All right, so listen. Iconic See, I legend. No I matter what. going to turn into this because, you know, it's, it turned into, like, this every time, like, when we talk about music. But Chris like Brown, I said, like, Chris Brown, all right, we, all right, stack. We know Chris Brown. Anything Chris he, Brown he drops, he's he, he the king of music, man. He could rap. Yes, Chris we, Brown could rap too. Bro. And I'm always B. I'm always B, so we're in the same clique. All right, I'm always B too, so it's one heartbeat, one heartbeat. <laughs> but you can't, you can't take nothing away from Drake. Everything Drake put out is it. Yeah, it's a hit. No question. No question. It's last forever. You know what I'm saying? You can't, yeah. you can't take nothing away from Drake. Like at you at can't all. do that. Hey, they, they both holding it down for the light skin, so we good on that. Yeah, <laughs> but you still got the young guys. Like you still got like uh, Gunner. He steady dropping heat. Uh, little uh, baby, the baby. Little baby steady dropping heat. They yeah. they pulled up forty two dub, made him somebody. You know what I'm saying? From what Detroit, they doing good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, young thug, young music. thug, young thug kind of go hard. I like young thug music. Thug, thug, who who, who y'all jamming from Houston though? Who y'all jamming from from home though? I'm jamming Delorean, Delorean, and Killer. I've been listening to them. Crazy. Yeah, Killer, Killer, Killer always been a cold rapper. Killer always been one of the, you know, cold rappers that's that's in the game right now. But from home, uh, man, man, I don't, I don't really, uh, you know, it's, the, it's, it's hard because Houston it's music is changing, man. Houston music yeah. keep changing. They going from like, you know, like you will hear some cold from like the Sauce Twins here and there, you know, like you know. Then you'll hear something like, you know, uh, Propane, Propane to drop something. Propane is real lyrical mm -hmm. uh, from Houston. But like I said, Killer, Killer Calion is like one of the, he was one of the Lil Brent, my Houston. artist Lil Brent. Lil Brent, y'all go check yeah, him out. Lil Lil Brent. Brent. Yeah, shout out Lil Brent, he go hard. Who do you guys walk out to? Who, who you listen to right before a fight? Yeah, particular artist, particular song. Man, I'm a, I like old school music before I go to a fight. Like I like to, um, I like my classics, you know. Um, you might even hear me listening to some Pac, some Biggie, just hey. keep my, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I almost consider Nip, Nip, I almost consider Nipsey a, a, a classic now. You like, you mm -hmm. know, I like to Straight listen up. to Nipsey. Like, it's just all, all classic music for me. Mm -hmm. I like to Straight catch up. a rhythm, so you know, it's all about the beat and the rhythm to me. So, and, no, and then there's no audience too. So, I'm, I'm, I'm CB. Straight up, I listen to that dude's music. You, 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 you catch a good vibe to the ring. 
By the time you dance and out there, right when you get in the ring, you're going to slip, <laughs> slip under a punch, throw a punch, and, and <laughs> make music in there. Yeah. Obviously, not looking ahead. Your next opponent is your most important opponent. Uh, but without looking ahead, who are maybe a couple guys each of you would like to fight at some point? Canelo, Triple G. You already Triple know. G. You already know. It's got to be Canelo. It's got to be Triple G. You know what I mean? The sky's the limit right now. We'll go, we'll go up in class. We'll go, you know, I might let my brother take over 160. I go up to 68. You know, the, the sky's the limit coming soon, you know. You never mm, know what you're going to so. expect out of a Charlotte. You know, all the belts are in the 154 right now. So my, my, my eyes are on whoever got a belt right now. Um, but, like, yeah, true. I got to get, we got to get to it. Uh, you want me to go up to 60? I ain't, I can't go up to 60 right now. I want you to hold it down. Yeah, I'm going to hold it down. <laughs> I'm going to hold it down, for sure. I'm going to hold it down. Now, what question, with, with uh, Canelo initially signing that big old deal, and obviously, you know, they're in court right now with Golden Boy uh, because things aren't as, as smooth or as sweet as they thought you were. What do you guys think about that when you think about the business of boxing? Boxing is real, uh, a big politics sport. You know, um, man, unfortunately, Canelo going through it right now. You know, I don't want to kick him in while he's down, but, hey, cross sides, bro. Come back over here, man. You know, over here in North America. Um, Showtime, you know, huh? Showtime. Come to, come to Showtime, bro. You know you know, you got a good spot over here, some great fights over here. But, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that he didn't get a chance to fulfill his deal. And, you know, they got to go through whatever they got to go through. But hopefully it don't stop him from uh, some big fights, you know. Um, him and Golden Boy going through it. I mean, he, he in a bad situation right now. He owe a lot of people. But mm. hopefully, you know, you know, I can make some money with him and... Maybe he can cash out and clear clear his debt. Something I don't know. I feel you. What what should your guys' fans expect uh, coming up with you guys' first double double headliner fight? What should fans expect? Fireworks, man. Two wins, two wins. Two knockouts. Let's go. No. We, hey, man. We don't know, but we're going to bang it out. War, yeah. Wars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got wars. Swollen though. faces. Swollen faces. Whatever we want. I'm trying to go get it. Come back home. They want to see the Charlos in the war. They want to see mm -hmm. us in the war. They got a war. We got a war. I'm going to be kicked up in my movie room, two or three joints, a couple of drinks, and just <laughs> enjoying all of it. Can't wait. For sure. Can't wait. Lastly, man, what do you guys want to re be remembered as when it's all said and done in the sport of boxing? There's been a lot of greats. Uh, a lot of people have held titles. What do you guys want your legacy to be in this sport? I mean, I say big as the Kaliskos, you know, like, or bigger. You know, like, we want to be champions together. Like, we we, we we in the same weight division again, uh, if that's possible. We just want to be leg legends, you know, where people follow our platform and they rec recognize every time they see us, they're like, them, do them dudes are animals, they dogs. And they looked out for people. They was good people, you know. We don't just want people to think we some crazy warriors that just come walk around, you know, banging their bats against the poles and stuff. We want people to understand that we really serious about the sport of boxing and we passionate and we love we love the game, but we love life as well and family. Legendary, man. We we definitely going down in the history books as um two of the greatest twins that ever boxed and uh, put a laced up a pair of gloves. Um we mean it with passion and you know, we passionate fighters, so you know, they get a chance to see it. Let me ask y'all one quick question. I know y'all probably seen them, but is, is these two little set of twins that be on IG that be training each other? Have y'all seen them on IG? Yeah, oh, we yeah, used to yeah, do we... the same thing. The, the, what is it? The Grady Twins. They the Grady, the Grady Twins. Grady twins yeah. Yeah. They're going to be yeah. good. And yeah, they're going to be good. Shout out to the Grady Twins. Shout out to the Grady Twins. That's cool. I mean, we've been watching yeah. them for a few years now. Yeah, yeah they're going to be great. They're going to be some dope, great bro. fighters. For our fans, for your fans, tell them, tell, tell them where they can find you upcoming and, and, and what should they... Uh, 
Where, the, where can they find you? Tell us about your fight and, and hey. promote, your, promote yourself right now. Showtime, pay-per-view, September 26th, a doubleheader, Jamal Charlo, Jamil Charlo. Yeah, it's the Charlo Twins. We back. We coming through. Hey, y'all keep it locked. We are forced to be wrecking. Now y'all get a chance to really see what we got. We got some great opponents. And, hey, let's do it. We ready. Catch us ready. behind yeah. the scenes. They can also catch us behind the scenes. Ringside with the Lions. And they can also, uh, that's on YouTube, YouTube World, Ringside with the Lions, on IG, Twin Charlo, Future of Boxing. The next fight's coming up big next week, September 26th. Tune in. Pay-per-view. Absolutely. Man, we appreciate you guys' time today. Uh, stay blessed, you and your families. And we looking forward to seeing you guys on the 26th, man. Can't wait. Hold on. And then after that, we gonna kick it because you said I was acting funny in Vegas. So I'm gonna have I'm yeah, a fly to Houston kick and come hey. kick it. I'm gonna fly to Houston and come kick it. We're gonna get down. Bet, All right, bet, fellas. Good luck, deal. man. God bless, fellas. All right, man, bro. Appreciate See y'all, bro. Man. Hey, stack, keep, stay locked, bro. Love, bro. Y'all know that, baby. That's a wrap with the Charla Twins World Champions. See y'all next time. Two world champions, they happen to be twin brothers. While the ingredients are there, two guys who love to sit down to their punches and throw that firepower. I'm not scared of nobody, and I'm definitely not scared of someone who talks. There's no one in the division that can beat me. There's no one in the division that's strong as me. It would definitely deliver a statement. The power is for real. We would get a chance to let everyone in the world see the great thing that me and my twin brother has done for the sport of boxing. Oh! Charlo just dropped Lubin! Being on the same car gives us energy. We, we want to be sharp. We want to be at our best. We're going to both meet in the middle of the ring and we're going to let our hands go. Let the best men win. They are boxing. And they pound for pound. This is All a Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio in partnership with Showtime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare a rested child is a happy child sleep tight stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories.